0: THE DARK SIDE OF EVE CHAPTER 3 THE REAL POWER BEHIND ALL Previously on the Dark Side of Eve The palace, the impressing centerpiece of the city, and its one and only arbitress, Phara. Eve is introduced to her and feels scary. Phara is cold as ice, powerful and unbelievable arrogant. However, she accepts the situation so far. There's nothing Eve can do against her. EPISODE 10 The second course was served, and they had fish. It was delicious. They did not have fish very often on earth. It was expensive, and Eve was always afraid of the fishbone-hurting Aurea. This fish had no bones, as she noticed, and its meat was soft and white. While she was eating, she looked over the table and saw Aurea asking the boy some questions. Inspired by her daughter, she thought of something to talk about at her side of the table, and a moment later she started speaking. This is a very noble furnished room. It looks fantastic. Do you always eat here? Thomas winced at an illusion, but the arbitress answered friendly. It is just the official dining room. I have a private one too, but it is nice that you like the style. Motivated by her friendly answer, Eve went on asking. The apartment of Thomas looks also very nice. The furniture is well placed, and I like the style too. For that pleasure, a lot. No, that's not correct. An army of architects and outfitters are working on the project, but two guys are working badly and negligently, and they destroy the plans with their behavior. We have to fight against choke points, and I can't fulfill my agenda. Eve looked at the arbitress. Definitely she was a hard-headed woman, and perhaps she had to be like this, Eve thought. But why did she act so cruel against her sons? They tried their best to satisfy her, Why this heartlessness? She made her thought loud in her mind and did not care about the skills of the arbitress. If she wanted to read her mind, she would anyway. She can know, she can understand, that she, herself, was brave enough to fight against injustice and unkindness. The answer came soon, but not in a word. The arbitress answered in her brain. Without saying a word, she spoke into her mind. Eve looked at the arbitress. Definitely she was a hard-headed woman, and perhaps she had to be like this, Eve thought. But why did she act so cruel against her sons? They tried their best to satisfy her. Why this heartlessness? She made her thought loud in her mind and did not care about the skills of the arbitress. If she wanted to reach her mind, she would anyway. She can know, she can understand that she, herself, was brave enough to fight against injustice and unkindness. The answer came soon, but not in a word. Again, the arbitress answered in her brain. Without saying a word, she spoke into her mind. It is my fate to have two sons. A daughter would be much better, would strengthen my position and the emulation of my family. I cannot be satisfied, but you are the lucky one. You have a daughter. Nobody will refuse you to stay here. Women are always welcome. Eve looked at her, without talking, without moving her mouth. She answered, too. What about genetic selection? Would that be a way? On earth we are close doing it. The voice of the arbitress echoed in her brain, and the words were more than amazing. Woman will never be terseered, or made by a selective dimension. This is a question of moral and ethics. Hormonal imbalance brings up too many twins and multiples. If that happens, they have a male part, but multiples are holy, and you are not allowed to kill the male part. A lot of women make an abortion if they know it is a boy. Call me too sentimental, but I have them both, and for giving birth and life I deserve respect and grace. Sure, Arbitress, Eve thought loudly. She was impressed and kept silence now. The longer they had dinner, the more Eve felt somebody poking in her brain. The arbitress again? A being? Perhaps just the wine? From now on, it was a silent dinner, completely different to the normal lunch and dinners they had on earth. Food and eating was always a sort of social discussion. Themes were reviewed. When Thomas stayed with her, it was the same. They always had a subject to talk about. The atmosphere at the table gave an icy feeling around the room, and Eve felt relieved and happy as they got up to have coffee in front of the fireplace. Thomas just had one cup of coffee as the arbiters forced him to go. It is time to leave. I would like to talk to Eve on my own. Look carefully after Oria. Both men and the boy kneeled and said goodbye. Eve hugged Oria and told her she would be there soon. You noticed me in your mind, and you felt the manipulation of the being during dinner. I am sure you did. While Eve looked at Farah, Farah sat down in one of the colorful covered armchairs. Eve followed her, but in a slow mode. She was impressed. No, she was shocked. Meanwhile, Farah knew that Eve wasn't a real combatant. It would be easy to control her, to manipulate her, Farah thought and relaxed. Why was Eve a combatant for Farah? or perhaps a contender. Why was Farah interested in a woman from Earth her son had brought to her city? Weren't there more people from Earth? Sure, there were, and never ever Farah had been interested. Why now? Why was Eve so different? Farah knew well why, and she knew why she was nervous. Was her behavior legitimate? Sure it was, her brain answered the question. You should never underestimate an enemy, it added. But I am the arbitress, I make the laws, and I am very experienced. The more important it is to have her under your control, her soul interfered. Yes, she was experienced and devious. She would hold the power, for her it was a challenge, and from time to time even the most professional person should sharpen its skills with an opponent. Para loved this game like no other. now eve was there a long time ago her journey had started and for a long time farah had thought about this day now it had begun the game of power in a nearly endless life the challenge was needed the time and place perfect eve did not know nothing about this not about the plan the long time investigation she was under and nothing about the final decision that had her mate come to Ceylon. For Eve it was clear, she had made her way to this place because of her love to Thomas. Thomas, the love of her life, and it would be like this until the infinity would meet time. Then, in the daybreak of this time frame, she would understand. She would know, but she would go on, just shaking her head in disagree for a moment. She would go on, holding the power in her hands. Then, when everything turned unlasting, in the reality of her being, in the wide of the universe, The game about power would go on, but it would always be a game, just a game.